Hi there, and welcome to Dear Fandom, where everything you like is terrible, and that's okay. I'm Megan. And I'm Hillary. And today we're going to talk about my thoughts, feelings, opinions, and loud guttural noises about Henry Cavill in a tub, a.k.a. The Witcher. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, if you're like me... You have no idea that The Witcher was a t- was not just a TV series, but it was also a video game. Video game. Video game. It was a it was a video game series, and also uh, books. There's a lot of this, and I was like, was Henry Cavill in any of them? And they were like, just the TV show. And I'm like, well, that's all right. That's unfortunate because I'm not going to read any of this shit. So, <clears throat> the TV show is uh, based off of the video game, which is based off of the book, and that's really all that you need to know in terms of the plot. Um, I'll get to it. It's, I feel like if like starting and being like, and so, uh, let's just spend 45 minutes me telling you what this show is about. I'm going to start by telling you that I watched this at the beginning of last year before quarantine. And, uh, this is one of those shows where you're like, oh, this was interesting the first time around. And then the second time around, you're like, oh, everything makes so much more sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's one of those shows where you benefit from watching it several times. Mostly, number one reason, Henry Cavill in a tub. Um. Yeah, I've been told by not just you, but many people that this is like a selling point. And it it just doesn't do it for me. I feel like it's not just the selling point. Like, it's the reason you buy the house, you know? Like... (laughs) Like you look at you look at it and you're like, okay, it's got good bones. Like, yeah, the kitchen may need some updating. And then you go upstairs and there's an entire like ensuite master bathroom. And you're just like, is that a soaking tub that comes complete with butler? And you're like, yes, yes, it is. And you're like, and it's included in the price. And they're like, yes, yes, it is. And you're like, well, sold. Um, just listeners, just so you know, we're probably going to be making a lot of like new house analogies because Megan and I are both in the process of buying houses. Right oh, now. absolutely. So if you guys enjoy The Witcher and HGTV, you found the right place. <laughs> Um, okay. So, uh, just to start off, like I said, there's three different versions of The Witcher. There's a book series, the video game series, and the Netflix series. I'm not going to go into the video games and the books, other than to say that some brief differences, there's, this is basically going to be about the Netflix show, as I'm sure that a lot of you, like myself, do not have the time to play three video games as each play, as each game has a playtime between 40 and 60 hours, in addition to hundreds of additional hours of content, and eight full-length novels, which are anywhere between... 500 and 800, maybe not 800, but like three to 500 pages. Um, anyway, just saying, uh, just wanted to give you all a heads up before I hear someone say, but you didn't appreciate the novel. And I'm like, I, no, no, no. I don't want to appreciate the novel. I don't care. I can't see Henry Cavill in a tub in the novel. Honestly, I, I'm a reader and sometimes shit's for nerds and you just need to watch the TV show. Yeah, you guys are nerds. God, <laughs> let me just talk about this TV show for the next 45 minutes anyway. <laughs> So this is why I like The Witcher, though. I like shows like The Witcher um, because it takes something that's really obscenely popular, but like in certain communities. So like, obviously, The Witcher was was a book first and then it became the video game and then it became a TV show. And the book was pretty popular. So they were like, you know what? You know what's really popular? Video games. Let's make a video game series on this. And they did. And it was absurdly popular. The Witcher 3 has been um, really popular, mostly due to... um, it's a, it's a very glitchy game, and that's why people are obsessed with it. At least that's what I've gathered from YouTube and watching my husband play, guys. Not going to play it. I literally, every time he starts, I'm like, oh, God, this 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 animated character is certainly not as hot as Henry Cavill. I'm going to go cross-stitch. That sounds more exciting. Um, So... Uh, what's it called? So, like, with something like, you know, video games and books, cr- moving it to uh, another visual medium, you know, television, it just, uh, it's it's just introducing it to a whole bunch of new fans. Um, not trying to say that any other TV show or book series has ever done that before. Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, The Hunger Games, so many fucking things. Oh, man. <clears throat> so much. Um, and I just want to say, I already know, I literally wrote this as a note. I know Hillary's about to talk about Henry Cavill's Party City wing, wig, but let me tell you that he is playing a stoic himbo and I would absolutely destroy him like J.J. Abrams destroyed the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> Which is great because I, uh, you know, Hillary awesome. doesn't get that, but I'm certain there's like, my sister is going to be like, Megan, and I'm going to get a text. I... I get it enough to know that that's a molten hot take. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I liked The Last Jedi, but whatever. Anyway. I have really scary news for everybody. I've not watched The Last Jedi because every time I put in the beginning of The Last Jedi, it's like, if you you remember the last time, and I'm like, I I don't. Well, guess I better turn it off. 
<laughs> okay, I will, I will, I love me a stoic himbo. I really do. Who the, doesn't, though? The, I mean, like, there's a reason why. I was like, Mom, let's watch George the Jungle again. And she's like, aw, Megan likes the TV show from the 50s. And I'm like, yeah, you want to put that back on? <laughs> I loved the movie from the 90s. But... Oh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. Uh, Brendan Fraser is, like, the original, I feel like, uh, as, as uh, George of the Jungle is, like, the original himbo. Um, he, he, I mean, there are probably other examples, but not in my brain, and you can't change my brain. <laughs> he, he walked so Kronk could gallop, and then so Henry Cavill could run. Kronk is a good himbo. I never thought. Actually, Patrick Warburton in general, I feel like, is a great himbo. Yeah. Like, he's that. a real life himbo. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. the voice. So uh, a lot of people will tell you that this is the reason I got into it was that uh, uh, The Witcher is a great replacement for Game of Thrones. And let me just say, can we not put that evil out there? It was a great show to a point um, based off of mediocre books. And the writing took a nosedive into a pit made of a mixture of cement and broken pieces of steel. Um, <laughs> like, I really, I really am so sorry for y'all because, you know like, what, it's, <laughs> it's okay. Um, I just, this is the only time I'm going to like really ever talk about like the plot of Game of Thrones other than to say that as a fandom, nobody wants to hear another hot take on Game of Thrones. We all want to accept that it's died and move on with our lives. Uh, whereas like things like the Hunger Games or Harry Potter or any other series that's very popular, you'll still have people going, excuse me, but I have one more thing to say about PETA. <laughs> And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> and whereas Game of Thrones, it's like, man, everything sucks about Game of Thrones. You're terrible for liking it. And the entire fandom's like, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. It was a bad part of our lives. It was a dark chapter. We're sad we had it happen. Anyway. <laughs> so it kind of um, scratches that like high fantasy meets medieval itch. Yes. Yes. yes absolutely. Uh, except Game of Thrones uh, doesn't deal. Like, I feel like The Witcher... Is, so when I got into Game of Thrones, everyone was like, oh, it's like Lord of the Rings, but with cursing. No, 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 no. The Witcher is Lord of the Rings, but with cursing and boobs and Henry Cavill in a tub. <laughs> um, Megan's going to mention that at least like five more times. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that this show is fun because it starts like all good shows start in media res, uh, <laughs> res which is um, which is the which starts with. So instead of uh, I'm going to tell you what Henry Cavill in a tub's character's name is. Uh, it's Geralt of Rivia, who I'm just going to call Tub Daddy because I think Henry Cavill in a tub is too much is too many words in one like phrase. So just saying Tub Daddy makes me tub feel better. Daddy. Um, and uh, he's fighting this big old like spider that looks like a person. I think it's called a Kikimora. I'm not exactly sure. There's a lot of names that are going to be thrown out throughout the rest of this show, but you don't really need to know other than like Geralt is your main guy. So you got Tub Daddy. Um, <laughs> and I just want to say that, like I said before, this show's plot is is just honestly very confusing. I'm I was confused the first time watching it, but I held out hope. For Tub Daddy. And I was like, oh, there he is again. I see him. There he is. Okay. And now he's gone. All right. And there's a little blonde girl running around. Okay. She seems upset. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Something's happening. Seems, seems, seems intense. Um, so oh uh, here's what I got to tell you. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is what I will tell you about the plot. There are three timelines that are occurring simultaneously. There oh, is the I hate this. <laughs> present, the past... And the distant past. If I had to give you, like, honestly, as a viewer, I'm not exactly sure the span of time for this show. But let's say about 100 years. Um, so <laughs> I'm not going to tell you which character is in which timeline. But you have three characters. You got Tub Daddy. You got Yennefer. And you got Princess Cirilla, a.k.a. Siri. And I really don't need any jokes about that. <laughs> because it's just. I, 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 it's, it's low hanging fruit. It really is, guys. I mean, like, <laughs> hey Siri, and then it's like, I have a Samsung. <laughs> anyway, so the deal uh. with Tub Daddy is that he's a hot, broken dude, and he's your main character. He fights monsters, says 10 to 20 words each episode, has a cute, weirdly hairy sidekick. I, uh, I just want to say, his weirdly hairy sidekick is um, Yaskier, who is an, a bard. Uh, he also has a horse named Roach, and I don't realize that when I was writing this, I'm like, oh, that's not specific enough. Both a horse and Yaskier are very hairy. Um, <laughs> like, like on a scale, like, I didn't notice how much his bard sidekick's hair was until, like, he kept wearing, like, deep V, like, Renaissance fair outfits, and I'm like, 
Oh my god, you would think being that thin, you wouldn't have that much hair on your body, but Jesus Christ, is half your body weight hair? Like, it was, it was very discerning. Like, I was like, oh, that's not a, that's not a high-necked turtleneck, that is a deep V. Okay. <laughs> that's so, that's, that probably there's like, watching that probably wouldn't even phase me, because every single man in my family is like, absurdly hairy. So my like, favorite <laughs> joke is, uh, what was it, like, it was like, like in the Simpsons, they were like, it's a Robin Williams level 12 level of hair, and I'm like, good. That's my dad. <laughs> oh, God, guys. Yeah, Yaskier's, like, not that level. I'd say, like, a little eight. If we're going on a scale of one to 12, which normal, normal scales should go on. Um, <laughs> so, one to ten for chumps. <laughs> and so, in addition to him fighting monsters and speaking very little, he also just fucks just so much, guys. Like, you don't understand. Every episode, I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> man. I un- I'm, Listen, guys, can't he just bathe naked in a bathtub without somebody trying to fuck him that I so I can at least properly fantasize no you just replace the the person that he's fucking with yourself and see the thing is for me as a as a viewer of uh, of, of many media many forms of media like there's a reason i always enjoyed loki from uh thor is because loki's never had a companion at all other than his brother so i was like ah yes very self-insertion right there <laughs> okay guys moving on <laughs> <laughs> So the next character, her name is Yennefer of Vengeberg, and she's part of the Bad Girls Club, Witcher Edition, who is an ageless witch and also generally is that Monique friend. There? She's no so, so this is this, this is a great way to describe her. She's that friend that makes terrible decisions constantly, and she has no idea why people hate her. You know this person, right? You're like, oh, that's the person who goes into the club, takes 15 shots, then smashes a bunch of shit, and then goes, why don't you like me? Everyone likes me. Except, you know, imagine like a high witch, British, um, not in a club, not really drunk. So a lot of those things that I just said just don't apply them in the same situation. Yeah, no, that's the, uh, that's the, that's the girl who goes in and like, goes home with like the hottest dude in the bar that you were eyeing and like oh yeah yeah that's exactly no literally that's crazy that you said that because that is exactly her energy so uh i i i called her the magical contestant from rock of love uh no stop (laughs) (laughs) um so uh her story focuses on her becoming a witch and then uh i just wanted to tell you that in uh in the in which i think is a fair fair point that they've addressed but in uh in the witcher once you become a witch uh you become like the mage of a court like you go to a kingdom and you're like oh you're the king's or the queen's mage that's your job so in order to do that you have to become court ready so uh yennefer gets uh some magic plastic surgery and basically what magic plastic surgery is is they take a special like magical paint and they paint all you know how like in plastic surgery offices they like do the dotted line and they're like okay we're gonna lift your legs here and we're gonna cut off this arm fat and we're gonna make your nose smaller or whatever it's the exact same kind of stuff except you know magical paint and then like blood ceremony and then like it's just really this is the thing i'm not going to tell you what exactly occurs but it's the kind of thing that as a woman you're going to watch that and you're going to go oh sweet magic plastic surgery with no consequences because there's no heal time because you're going to automatically like be magically a different body and like you know you can get rid of all the insecurities you have uh no of course magic has a price it's equivalent exchange guys i won't tell you what it is but you're gonna scream you're gonna scream at the tv for like five to ten minutes just a lot it's a lot because you're just like oh okay well uh i'm gonna go turn off the tv and wash my eyes my eyes out with bleach because it's horrifying it's her uterus. They got, I'm sorry, I can't hold it in. It's her uterus. She gave up her uterus and her fallopian tubes and her ovaries and everything. And I'm just like, whoa, that's a lot to remove all no, at once magically. That's not, that's not an equivalent trade. Um, yeah. Well, also she becomes immortal. So there you go. <laughs> um, immortality, looking the same way forever and getting rid of all your insecurities. But um, there's this thing that, you know, once you get rid of something... You kind of want that thing again, especially if it's your ability to reproduce. I feel like some people, if you if you give them immortality, at some point they may want to have a kid. Like, I don't know. I can't predict what an immortal person would think because they don't exist. Except I for the mean, queen, and she had four, so... I'm sure there's, like, some person out there. I mean, like, you and I are not these people, but, like, I'm sure that that's like, sounds, like, pretty lit to, like, some random person out there who, like, is not interested in having children. I, but- I would say 
like it would be except you know we're using like medieval methods so she's completely awake the entire time oh um, no thank no yeah yeah oh, yeah 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 Lord. yeah and also naked just i mean butt ass naked like i gave birth not naked Mo- i mean i okay when i say not naked i mean i wore a gown right around my belly guys so by the law i was naked so <laughs> your your tits were covered before the lord but like <laughs> just just like Actually, no, they really weren't. It's just at this point, though, that was with birth. You're just like I'm going. So it's actually kind of the same position, um, except you know the exact opposite of giving birth, but close. It's the removal. Oh, okay. So <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm losing the train. No. So I'm let's get on to Siri. <clears throat> oh, also Jennifer fucks. That's just a lot of these characters do that. That's just how they operate. They, I'm they're so like, glad they fuck. They're all of them fuck. Um, Yennefer fucks, like, as as you said, she's that girl who goes home with the hottest guy in the bar or the guy you were flirting with because she just wanted to do that to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's her. I mean, she definitely embraced her hotness. Uh, she has very much like that ugly duckling story and becomes very hot and becomes very confident and self-assured. And she her personality changes, like, overnight. Um, so getting on to Siri. Uh, Siri's a child. Siri is a literal, like, 12-year-old girl. So there's no nicknames. There's no sexualization. She has no sex. I'm really happy about all of this, by I'm the way. I'm really happy about that. Um, I said, I said, Siri doesn't need a nickname and has the only plot that does not involve fucking because she is a literal child. <laughs> um, like, not even, like, not even, like, pretending. Like, I think the actress is, like, 16. Um, so her, she's the princess of the kingdom of Sintra. And her grandmother is the queen. Uh, and they do not have so her grandmother married some dude, a king from another land, and he moved to Sintra, but she's still the head monarch. Um, mm-hmm. He's the king, so it's 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 a un, it's unlike Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip because she's queen and he's king, but everyone uh, sweat, pledges fealty or whatever the fuck that's called to her. She is the head of the nation, I guess, of Sintra. and she's amazing. Um, she's not just your queen like Queen Elizabeth, who just you know does, like, knighting ceremonies. Like, she fights in battle. It's a very intense, like, queendom that I've never seen in pop culture before. Um, she's She gets drunk and rowdy. She basically... I, I, her character development is very, like... Um, she became who she was uh, because she wanted to prove herself amongst her peers and that as a queen, she could be respected. And it's amazing. It's Her character is by far the best fucking character in the show next to Tub Daddy. Tub Daddy wins! Yeah. Um, um, and I just want to say I'm going to personally fight anyone who disagrees that uh, uh, her, her name is Queen Calanthe. Uh, she's, I also, come on, that name? Like, these names. These names are great. Who the fuck likes Daenerys? Calanthe? Oh, next level, guys. Next generation. We're here. <laughs> name your kids Calanthe. <laughs> Actually, don't. Don't do that ever again society um oh my god those I know, people right? are that was, so embarrassing that was a whole thing all right so um okay so this is the only this is the plot that i've given away uh in the beginning of the show siri is running away from some large genocidal army you know as magical medieval times do and her entire plot is trying to meet up with Geralt, uh but running to different locations where he is in fact not at so there you go. That's the story for her. And it takes eight episodes, guys. Don't we love those? I, uh, yeah, I, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, I have some fun news. Uh, it's this crazy idea where um, the writers and the directors and the casting directors go, so this is a magical world. Um, therefore, they're not bound by the laws of literally anything. Um, so, like, maybe there's not just, like, white people here. Like, maybe... Like maybe maybe there's like another person who's who's just not the lilliest whitest person you can find, and it's not just Jason Momoa, you know? I I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, so uh, one of the things that Game of Thrones doesn't have that Witcher does is Game of Thrones doesn't have any other races really. Witcher has elves, which I mean, who doesn't love Legolas? Except this time, because if you compare the Lord of the Rings elves, you're all like, wow, did you guys consist on a diet solely? Of milk. Of milk? I was just going to say that. Just (laughs) milk. You guys are the color of milk. Like, do you know what the sun looks like? Yeah. Um, So elves in this one are, they're olive toned. We have black elves, people of color. 
freckled, redheaded. You have some blonde elves, obviously. It's, it's that's how genetics work. Sometimes you, you're gonna have a blonde kid. I'm I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> My, we're both blonde. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell the people. Oh my god. Maggie. <laughs> um, so I wrote this note when I was only four episodes in. Um, but I said that there was it's crazy to notice all the different timelines and how they intersect. And you start to notice, okay, this is the furthest timeline, and this is the present timeline, and this is the and this is the like the middle timeline. Um and it's just really fun. It's like a fun like game that once you already know the whole the whole season, you're like, oh okay. Um, but watching it again, you're like, oh okay, I see where they did they mentioned this plot point, but it, now I can tell that this timeline is occurring here, and it makes sense to you, and it's fun. It's like a fun mystery game where you already know the answer, but you're like, oh, I'm gonna go back and enjoy it anyway because I have nothing to do and it's quarantine. And 2020 was a pretty fucking awful year, guys. No, I I love that. I mean, like this is uh. This is not a fantasy film at all. It's, like, a murder mystery. But, like, I loved seeing Knives Out a second time because, like, I was able to, like, pinpoint, like, all the points. Yeah, of, and, like, I, and, and the Chris Evans unfolded. is sweater daddy in that. So, like, I'm fond of, like, anybody Ugh. who's, like, a noun and daddy at the end. God, he's... <laughs> I, okay, like, if we're talking about himbos for a second... No, he's, oh, yeah. he, no, he's actually an evil mastermind in that movie, but, like... <laughs> But no, like, Captain America is pretty much a himbo. Yeah, Captain America is a himbo. He is, uh, uh, Ransom is deliciously evil. But go on, let's talk about, um, Tub Daddy. So, speaking of Tub Daddy, everyone, not just Tub Daddy, but, like, everyone in this show is obscenely attractive, but, like, not in, like, like, a traditional, like, oh, wow, what a famous celebrity who's so hot. It's, like, the way that, like, you feel uncomfortable when you're around them because they know how hot they are. And, um, and, like, every adult character in this show carries themselves with that exact personality that they're not saying out loud, but they're thinking an internal monologue of, I'm hot as fuck in all caps at all times. I, I aspire to have that kind of energy. Right? It's a good energy. It's a good energy to have um, in life, in daily life. Like, make people feel uncomfortable with how hot you think you are. Dope. <laughs> right? And I feel like when you make people uncomfortable by how hot you think you are, you, in fact, become hotter. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it's that whole, like, like adage of, like, fake it till you make it, except, like, these people aren't faking it. They just No, know. no, they're not. But, you know, it does make me feel uncomfortable how confident they are, so... Step <laughs> up like, your game! <laughs> just a little bit more humility. Stop it. You get paid to look good. I hate you. Okay, okay. in the case of the elves, they're fucking immortal. So, like... <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're just like, you know what, I'm just gonna... Like, imagine, just like, I'm gonna do crunches for three years straight, because I can, because my lifespan is 10,000 years. May as well. <laughs> What's three years to an elf, right? Uh, no, we can't talk about that because that's going to be a completely different podcast. Um, so, oh, no. So anyway, so the, strong, the first season's pretty strong. The second season they're currently filming right now. Um, they had to stop because Henry Cavill got sick, quote unquote, and built a PC during that time. And you're like, hmm, were you really sick? Um, he's, um, he's so much. He's so. I know so much about him because I go on Reddit and uh, I'm apparently like Reddit in the sense that Reddit also wants to date him. Um, so it's, I, but it, anyway, it has a very strong first season. Uh, they fo each episode focuses on the three main characters. That's it. Um, they, they, whether it's like, so you you have Siri, you have Yennefer and you have Tub Daddy. So, <laughs> you know, the normal people. Um, and every character, every main character is mentioned in every episode. Now, sometimes you have like a, an episode that's like 80,000% Siri, but you'll still see like a two minute scene of Yennefer and like a two minute scene of like Tub Daddy. And you're like, all right. Okay, now I know where we're going. Um, and each episode brings the plot forward to where all the timelines converge. That's basically where they're going towards. Um, but in terms of the actual plot, it's it's thin. It's just pretty. It's like Kate Moss in the 90s thin. Like, it's thin. <laughs> um, it's it's just not, it's not a lot. Like, if you, if you like a really complex, deep plot where you're like, oh my god, there's all these different threads and everything's connected and who's evil and what's the twist or whatever. No, it's it's more like, all right, so uh, here are your three characters. Um, here's a little bit of backstory. And uh, it ends with, here's where they meet each other. And you're like, great, okay. Well, it's is any of this going to come back? And you're like, and, and, and the objectively, from just re-watching it, and it, there's just no way that I could even begin to guess if any of these plot points are coming out back. It's just, the, 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 the thread is, here are your characters. Here are their lives. 
here's where they end. And you're like, okay. Glad we got here, guys. I mean, but, like, that's kind of... <laughs> that's from from the sounds of it. I mean, that's just a first season, you know? And it's also, like, the making some, some good junk food television. It oh, absolutely. It doesn't need to be, like, that, you know, Cavill's in a tub for a reason. Like, it's not... Oh, know? yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. So, uh, just quick sidebar, speaking of, uh, this show, like Game of Thrones, has a lot of naked people in it. Do you remember in Lord Rings, the most skin you saw were, like, hairy-ass hobbit feet? It was good times. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> so people fuck. Yeah, oh, Oh my god, I can't really, I the only thing I could really tell you is if you want to watch this show, make sure no one you are related to, whether that be a sibling or a cousin or a mother or father or an aunt, um, I, I would truly, I mean, treat it like porn, guys. It's a lot. It's because you, most of the time, it's going to be fine. There'll be action scenes, scenes in the marketplace, a battle, um, and then one scene you'll be like, oh, this is an entire orgy of 312 people. Holy fuck, please let no one come in my house right now. Is it like is uh, is it like sensual or is it uncomfortable? Oh, every scene is uncomfortable <laughs> if they're naked, guys. Every fucking scene, every scene. I'm literally standing at the screen and I'm like, I know I'm married to my husband, but like, guys, can you leave? Like, this is weird for me. Like, what's? <laughs> it's uncomfortable because I think the reason it's uncomfortable is because. How do I describe it? Because, like, I mean, I've never watched the Fifty Shades movies. I don't give a fuck about the Fifty Shades movies. I'm trying to think of, like, other movies that that have had, like... Well, like, Game of Thrones has a lot of, like, nudity in it and sex. But it never felt uncomfortable because it always felt very staged. It felt very, like, this is not real. Nobody's really enjoying this. Um, Like, they're all actors or whatever. Like, it felt very removed from real. And then, like, there's this one scene where I'm not even fucking joking. There is an orgy that is occurring. And there's just, like, Yennefer in the middle of it. And you're just like... Okay, maybe if I hold my breath, I'll pass out. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of, like, a film I have watched in which there is, like, that it, a film I have watched that the point of it isn't sex. Like, okay, there's this movie called Short Bus that was directed by the same guy who uh, made uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Mm-hmm. And that movie is, like, uh, like, 85 minutes of just, like, people fucking. And it's really good, but, like... It is viscerally uncomfortable. Like, I, I actually <laughs> read an unpopular opinion about how movies and TV shows nowadays just like, like they're so close to porn that you just like, you're like, I want to watch this show. It's a great show. But like, I also want to be able to watch it during the daytime and not on headphones. Yeah, I know. It's like there are certain pieces of media where the point of it is the like the sexual interactions yeah and that's fine like where it's not where it's not porn either like there is a plot like going through it yeah but um oh god um oh there's a movie um uh blue is the warmest color has this like really prolonged like lesbian sex scene in it and it is deeply uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) i remember when it oh man no i'm not going to share my secrets with the internet but anyway let me tell you the secret that i'm about to share with you yeah (laughs) i added that to my list on netflix back when like i was living with my mom and uh i never watched the film because i just was so afraid that my mom would walk into the room when that prolonged sex scene was occurring. That movie's like over two hours. And I was just like, knowing my fucking luck, it will happen. So nope, not going to watch it. Yeah, no, but like, I don't, as, uh, in terms of that unpopular opinion, and obviously I have not seen The Witcher and my instruction, um, from Glad you Megan, didn't. I feel like, I feel like I've, I've taken you on a journey. No, yeah, you really have. I feel like I am like imagining these people and Tub Daddy and Tub Daddy's booty butt cheeks as he fucks somebody. And like... It's a lot. Like when, you, when every time Henry Cavill has sex in the show, I'm like, <laughs> it looks so bad. You look well. It's not even like they have sex. It's always like the woman flops over afterward, and like it's just so weird to me because oh, uh, like him and Yennefer do it a lot. That's not really a spoiler, guys. It's your main male character and your main female character have sex a lot. That's like wow, that's never occurred before in the history of media ever. Like ever. And they're two attractive people. Oh my god. <laughs> but when they have sex, it's actually one of the best scenes. Was they're having sex and like Yaskier like sees him and he's like whoa okay all right and you're just like man i love that motherfucker okay um, so i but, i sorry um, no go ahead no this is this is just a very quick sidebar that i hope will be funny but like yeah i always think about sex scenes in a medieval media and like how dirty they are and how like unsanitary that is 
Like. <laughs> Hillary, how did you, how dare you make me think this with my brain? <laughs> my brain was not meant for this. My brain was meant to spend time obsessing over random characters that aren't real people that I can imagine myself dating. Because let me tell you, I don't give a shit about Henry Cavill, but Tub Daddy, let me tell you. Megan, you put on your glasses, you face the facts. <laughs> <laughs> Will. Um, wait, wait. So wait, speaking of um, speaking of characters that I'm in love with, uh, so the fandom of this show, not that I've done a ton of research into the mm-hmm. fandom, I just belong to the subreddit and like read controversial hot takes. It's fun um, because you have nothing invested. Um, but basically, like the biggest argument in this fandom are the ships. And they're like, no, Geralt belongs with this person. And they're like, Geralt belongs with that person. And Geralt belongs with this person. And it's just great because in the TV show, they're like, <laughs> fuck all of you. And they just were like, Geralt and Yennefer. Whereas in the books and the video games, he ends up with like, there's choices. Like, it's one of those choose your own, like, you, you can fuck Yennefer or you could fuck other per- people as well. And um, that's exciting because, you know, uh, it's, I mean, you don't get to fuck other people, but you get to watch a character in a video game that you make choices for fuck other characters in a video game that, are, okay, you know what? You do you guys. It's a very voyeuristic process. Isn't it, it super <laughs> is. Um, and But I do want to say that I like the TV show, even though, you know, it doesn't follow like a photocopy of the video games or the books, uh, which is a very controversial take because I hated the Death Note reboot so goddamn much. <laughs> I know you did. I was there. <laughs> I know. I know. You were all there, too. And I know this is a super hot take because because it's like, Megan, that's pretty hypocritical. And I'm like, well, excuse you. But uh, have you seen the guy who played Light? That's rough. That's rough for everyone involved. I deserve my money back, and I'd even pay to watch it. I need my Netflix subscription money back for that month. <laughs> like, how dare you, Netflix? And this is the same television, well, not television, but it's the same streaming service that has released what, like, oh, God, there's so much shit on there. I can't even think anymore, guys. Whatever. Which is good. Watch that one. <laughs> so I feel like I literally wrote a note, and it was like, um, if there's one, th- so the reason I didn't like Death Note is because it's, you know, white people taking on Japanese things. And I'm like, well, if there's one thing that white people do now, that's magical medieval shit. We are like so on par with that. We're like, oh my God, can there be elves in it? Bradley, get in here. We're going to write a script. <laughs> it's great. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember the white people can't do Japanese things and the fucking 45 minute debate you and I. <laughs> it was great. It was great. But also white people absolutely love talking about Renaissance fair shit. If you go to the Renaissance, if you like, it's just, it's, it's so much fun for them. They're like, wait, let's talk about elves. I have some questions about their ears. And you're like, okay, Bradley, can this be a note? Do we need to have a meeting? Can you just email this to me? <laughs> okay. So I'm really, <laughs> I love Bradley. I'm just imagining Bradley Cooper, but like, um, <laughs> except he's wearing like elf ears. He's like, got like a t-shirt on that says like tub daddy. And it's got a picture of like Geralt of Rivia. <laughs> so I, um, I, uh, I'm really happy that there are people of color in this show and that the, you know, they're not just limiting like the medieval genre to, all whiteies like you know i think that's the thing though with with um with fantastical characters elves dragons whatever the fuck a kikimora is um you're already removing yourself from the limits of what reality is in the current realm we exist in uh so to say that like only white people exist in this realm isn't fucking true and i mean Bright is on the complete opposite spectrum of that because Bright is like, or like Onward, these all deal with like, you know, the idea of uh, a realm, a magical realm that involves more than white people. Um, However, like The Witcher does it, I think, the best because it never makes a statement on it. It's just like, oh, this kid's an elf and he happens to be like, you know, not a white kid. And then you're like, oh, wait, there's like 45 million people around here that are not white. So it doesn't like... It only hits you in the head, I think, the first time. And I mean, I speak, I say this as like having watched Game of Thrones, having watched Lord of the Rings, having been to a fuck ton of Renaissance fairs, where I feel like a large majority of the, of the consumers who enjoy it are white and the population that per, like inhabits these like visual worlds are white as well. I mean, even in the video games, um, a couple of the characters, their, their uh, skin color was changed. So like one of them's, her name is Triss. She... I I can't I definitely think she's she's mixed race regardless I can't tell you what her actress's um, origins are but in the game she's a redhead like a ginger redhead okay 
And um, in the TV show, she's got, like, freckles and, like, really, like, beautiful skin and, like, really curly, like, coiled hair. And just, like, overall, just a very gorgeous character, but looks, and person in general, but doesn't look like the video game model. And Yennefer in the video game is, again, similarly, like, styled. Um, like, for the TV show, what their importance was about, like, eye color. So Yennefer in the game is a black-haired, purple-eyed woman. And in the TV show, it's a black-haired, purple-eyed woman. And it's, you know, it, it's not so much that they focus on, like, exact copies of, like, Cirilla. I think the Cirilla is the only character who looks similar enough in the video game. She's a very, like, like platinum blonde, very pale little girl, but like, like pale in the way that like, you've never seen the sun, have you child? Like, like, and, but even then, like, I think it's meant, she's meant to look that way as a way to stand out, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to, we're going to do, we're definitely going to do a Hunger Games episode in the future, but like, this is, um, this is, it's not a medieval universe, but it is like a future dystopian kind of like, fantasy-esque universe yeah and it still it still deals with something removed from the reality we all know oh yeah so um it's interesting because in the film adaptation of the book they got like rue correct she is described as like a black person yeah in the uh you know they're uh, they're from the equivalent of like the georgia like the georgia alabama area yeah and um but they got um but because of whitewashing, they got um, Katniss wrong. And yeah. I, I'm forever bitter about this. <laughs> I mean, I think the reason I'm forever bitter about Katniss is because uh, Jennifer Lawrence is just fucking terrible. I'm sorry, guys. It's not a, it's not a controversial take. She's not no, good. it's No, it's really, she was wrong for the role. And she was picked because she was the it girl at the time. And they're waxing her hairless legs. Um, um, I want to just do an episode on Jennifer Lawrence where I yell about how she's really like into a Staten Island, Brooklyn, like, uh, you know, Italian American accent. And I'm just like, okay, well you cannot continue to do movies like this when I exist here, guys. Like, she's just did. really bad at Katniss is like, she's like, PETA, PETA, like, just screaming. Yeah. Well, they, they got, they got the appearance of the character wrong and I'm happy that like items, like, like items, um, entities like the Witcher, are do are sort of stepping in the right direction with these kinds of things like yeah. you know with with character design and with you know because it is a fantastical universe it's like just as long as this character has black hair and purple eyes like well who cares what her skin color? Oh. uh just i just want to say okay so i i literally put a note i'm like this is the part where megan goes on a tangent about henry cavill and i'm literally all i can think is megan you've been doing that for the entire episode listen it's okay okay to be fair you kind of like skirted around it's like a creek and a river and like we hit the rocks that are henry cavill but we don't quite hit the big fucking boulder that is the size of a small boulder <laughs> um i okay so let me just say hillary has been calling it his party city wig and let me just tell you it is <laughs> he's gorgeous okay i don't care if okay. it's a party city wig okay okay no, we are, we're, we're going here, we're doing No, this. no, no, he's, you know what, you know why he's hot? Because he's a good cosplayer. He's a good cosplayer because he's an actor. He no. definitely went to a con in that costume and he was like, I'm going to be Geralt. And everyone's like, wow, God, I Nor- love your cosplay. Did you make it yourself? Who are you? And then he's just going to like huff and like walk away. And like, this is like, this is why he's good because he's, co- he's an actor cosplaying is a costume play get it ha whoo but um all right yeah see now you can't talk because it's true so anyway (laughs) (laughs) hillary's like my my opinions have not changed my opinions that they're beautiful you you phrased yourself well amazing fantastic radiant show-stopping but (laughs) but you're wrong um wait so wait let me just let me just tell you i am I am absolutely aware. Was there a lot of substance to this show? No. <laughs> I don't really remember, but I got to see my tub daddy in a tub like three times. So it's basically worth of the Emmy for like best show in the existence of history ever. Thank you and good night, everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> imagine okay. imagine if that's all it took to win like Emmy for the best show ever. You'd be like, and uh, Henry Cavill appeared in a tub three times during the first season of the show. So uh, The Witcher. You win. And then you see shows like fucking uh, like Oz and they're like, but we're about prison. And they're like, yeah, but Henry Cavill was in a tub three times. We can't really compare, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to compare a, a tale of two Henry Cavills. So um, to prove the point that I'm, I'm right and uh, Megan is usually... <laughs> Stop. 
have. He's throwing shit now. Like, God damn it, you're wrong. I love when we, like, when we quote-unquote fight about shit that's, like, inconsequential. My small baby is asleep, and she's like, mm, when is, why is everyone yelling? And I'm like, you're fucking wrong. Henry Cavill is obviously super hot, okay. all right? We're not talking about Superman. We're talking about Tub Daddy. No, we're talking about Sherlock Holmes and Enola Holmes, in which he can fucking step on me. Who? 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 No one should be that good looking with a mustache. I'm just saying it's upsetting to me. Like, and he's had it for like a lot. He's not you- in. He's not the mustache one. Oh, that's Sam Claflin, isn't it? That's Sam Claflin. Oh man, I'm no, angry he- about it. He's the fucking roguishly handsome one with the combed back hair. And the <laughs> he's roguishly handsome. He's roguishly handsome. I, it, the dandy look, like the ambiguously homosexual look does it for me. So like. <laughs> <laughs> so. And that's all the time we have for tonight, folks. That's, no, okay, I said that to add levity to this episode. No, no, absolutely. I, I also truly enjoy uh, beautifully ambiguous, like feminine men, where you're like, okay. mm, is that is that? So here's yeah. here's the thing about Party City wig. Okay, I acknowledge the fact that he rocks it and he yeah. makes it work. Oh yeah, he makes it work in Absolutely. the words of Tim Gunn, Project Runway. However, yes. the costuming for this show is so good. Like like from all of the pictures I've seen, all the costumes are really good. All the sets are really good. The production value is incredible. You don't think they could have spent like sixty dollars on a good wig? Maybe. Okay, so hear me out. I have a theory. I have a theory right now. So the wig budget was like gone. And they were like, shit, did we get Geralt's wig? And they're like, oh yeah, it's fine. And then they look over and Bradley has cut it into a different haircut. And they're like, Bradley, what in the fuck are you doing? And they're like, he's like, well, I was, I was, I was just gonna, I didn't know, I thought you weren't using this. I thought it was like extra wig. So I've made my own Geralt of Rivia cosplay, but it's like short haired Geralt of Rivia, like modern day. So it's, I cut the hair and they're like, fucking shit bradley we have to go to party city now we're shooting the show today bradley what the fuck and bradley's like oh it's okay i'm gonna go write another fantasy series <laughs> like okay like to com to compare a wig comparison um stranger things the first season had a budget of like 65 dollars and a ham sandwich seriously it is like the lowest budgeted first season ever. All I can think but about is, spent- you know that guy who saved Eleven and then they shot and killed him? They had to shot, shoot, shoot and kill him because they couldn't afford, like, the squibs, so he's dead now. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> but, okay, so, like, they spent, like, $60, and this, the, um, the fucking, um, uh, the fucking Demogorgon was, like, a dude in a suit. Um, and... The wig that Eleven wears to the elementary school costs like fucking eleven hundred dollars or some shit like that. Like you mean the blonde wig, the blonde that, wig, that lace front fantasy. <laughs> I love you. <sighs> All right. Well, listen. Sometimes we can't afford a lace front fantasy when we have Henry Cavill sweaty and covered in mud. Okay. I mean, I would absolutely go down on him, no problem. But <laughs> ah, man, I. <laughs> Uh, yep yeah guys all right well you know um i'm not gonna disagree with any of these sentences i also am not gonna disagree i feel like the only time i don't think henry cavill is hot is um uh justice league i really just i hate justice league so much and it's not even like it's not even him that's not hot it's just such a terrible cinematic universe. I feel like you, you've watched like what one of the? Have you watched any of the Superman movies or the Justice League movies? Or I watched like Man that? of Steel. Okay, it's about yeah, it's basically the best one, I guess. Stupid as shit, but it's it the was, best one. It was boring as fuck. <laughs> it's really bad. I really would love to just take you all on a journey through the DC cinematic universe, and the entire time it's gonna be forty-five minutes of screaming. So, um, no, like, not even like like words, just yelling loudly for forty-five minutes straight. Megan, At least with The Witcher, you can appreciate that Henry Cavill is great at acting with small sentences. Megan and I put on Justice League once. Like, I was hanging out at her place. And um, it was a girls' night, and I think we turned to each other, and we got into a really deep conversation, and the conversation must have lasted, like, an hour and 15 minutes or something like that, and we turned, and the movie was, like, barely even, like, 
like a dent in it and we were yeah like, we were like they were like didn't didn't we just watch that scene i feel like we've been talking for a while and then we like press pause and we're like oh it's been an hour and 35 minutes since we started crazy <laughs> when's the plot arriving <laughs> it's like you know god whereas, whereas you have the witcher's plot which is like uh it's it's basically as blatant as like the menu at a fucking shake what's what's this? oh as a menu at a waffle house where it's like we have waffles and you're like okay I'll take a waffle. <laughs> it's like you can have waffles and breakfast food and like occasionally we serve burgers. But that Occasionally it. we have a special burger that we put a waffle on a burger, but uh, don't fucking ask for it today because we don't have it today. Uh, and that's basically uh, The Witcher's first season. They're like, uh, we've got a witcher and a mage and a princess. And uh, that's about it. And you're like, well, what about like, I see that there's a whole thing with the elves. They're angry. And they're like, yeah, no, it's just backstory. Okay, but they're not going to, we're not, we don't give a fuck about they're coming back. It's backstory. Okay, so. Witcher, mage, girl. Sorry. So they devote, so they devote screen time to um, getting it on, but they yeah. don't devote screen time to the necessary, like, elf story arc. Um, so here's the thing. I don't know. Um. <laughs> okay. That's just because the, the, my favorite, um, as a writer, my favorite form of, like, my, one of my favorite things to do watching a TV show is, like, hearing clearly expositional dialogue. Yeah, they don't, they do that, but not in the way that you expect expositional dialogue to be done. So, uh, like, you know, there'll be, like, a guy, and he's got, like, elf ears, like, hanging on a necklace, like a fucking serial killer, and he's like, the elves killed my mother, and then he dies, like, three minutes after he says that sentence, and you're like, guess we'll never know why the elves killed his mom, shit, okay. And then, like, an elf will be in the next scene, and he's hiding his ears, because you don't really know and you're like okay and then you're like where is he going and then you really never get his backstory and you're like okay you know i think the writers of this show were like fuck expositional dialogue because at one point they, okay oh, this so is glad. this is definitely going it's like amy brown like i was really into this lady who drew fairies um because you know gotta it was 2004 guys what else were we gonna do not buy books with fairies on the cover and then own them in my own house listen the, the mid-2000s were a time so more time so they go into this forest and it's filled with dyrads sorry yeah dyrads and you're just like i literally haven't heard that word since the amy brown book of fairies and a dyrad's a wolf wolf nip Oh my god, guys. It's a wood nymph. And uh, it's actually really cool because, um, I mean, I won't give away too much, but they, I feel like they really do like a fucking, such a good job on the costumes and the hair and the actors and everything. And I, I mean, this is so much closer, I think, to the kind of fantasy that I look for in, uh, you know, an R-rated TV show. Whereas Game of Thrones is like, do you like incest, rape, and disappointment? And you're like, I like none of those things. And they're like, great, here's eight seasons of a show. And, <laughs> and then you have The Witcher, where it's like, hey, do you like all the different kinds of, like, you know, uh, mythical creatures? So you have dragons, you have elves, you have dyrads, you have shapeshifters, you have, like, these things that have kind of popped in and out of... I mean, they deal with dwarves and, you know, halflings and stuff, but in, in that case, they literally... So, like, the, the Lord of the Rings route was to use, like, uh, Jonathan Rhys-Davies and just, like, make him look tiny. Um, in this route, they were like, we could just hire smaller actors, and they were like, yeah, it's fair. It's fair. I mean, you could. <laughs> and we will. And uh, it was very, actually, they're, they're, I just think in general, it's a great show. I, the only named actor that I knew was Henry Cavill. Everyone else was new to my like ears and eyes, and I thought they were phenomenal. Queen Calanthe actually was in one episode of Game of Thrones. Just one for five minutes. Yes. And the reason she, like, I remember her character is because Game of Thrones doesn't deal in flashbacks, ever. Ever. Game of Thrones never deals in flashbacks, except for the one time it did do a flashback. And she was in the flashback, so. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I'd, I'd tell you that if you like, you know, magical shows. I mean, I feel like I'm like an advertiser. I'm like, hey, guys, if you think uh, Tesla's a good stock, buy it now. Like, everyone's like, yeah, we got on that a while ago. Um, but but I, I think I think it's I think it's fun. I think it's definitely something, uh, you know, uh, if you enjoy Henry Cavill in a tub, you'll enjoy this show. I think I think that's... ten out of ten Henry Cavill's in a tub. <laughs> um, 
I think uh, I am definitely more uh, inclined to check it out now than I was perhaps at the beginning of this recording because you know me, I'm not a big fantasy person. And like, it's, I mean, Harry Potter is like magical, more like magical realism kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's no, like, definitely not in that vein. It's not, it's, in a, it's got a more modern setting. It's got like, you know, the clashing of like, but it's not like high fantasy like this. Um, but the fact that, um, it's just fun, like, I'm into oh, yeah. a show that's just fun, and Tub Daddy, and is, is Yennefer hot? Um, yeah, oh, gorgeous, super gorgeous, oh, and I like, awesome. oh, so her actress, I believe, has a gap in her teeth, but you know how, like, everyone's like, <laughs> remember that whole phrase where they're like, I'm going to the dentist to get a gap in my teeth, and you're like, uh, You might wow. not want to do that? <laughs> You, I really don't think you should. Um, but, like, I, I think, uh, like, the gap in, like, I remember, like, when I was younger, um, people always, like, you know, if you had a gap in your teeth, you got made fun of because it was just, like, oh, a, yeah. it wasn't considered, like, an intrinsic beauty trait. I, um, and I actually haven't seen, like, a, like, a mainstream, like, character, like, with a gap in their teeth that wasn't used for, like, laughs or jokes. Um, and I, I mean, she's striking, she's beautiful, but she also has, like, really, I don't know, like, I think enviable features. It's weird to say, like, I'm envious of a gap in the teeth, but uh, I think it also because it complements her face really well. Mm -hmm. She's so, like I said, her character goes from like like the, the ugly duckling to to how she looks currently. And for the character, she gets put in prosthetic makeup uh, because you can't uh, physically change an actor, as we've discussed in our holes, because it's inhumane. Yes. Um, unless you're Christian Bale, in which case uh, <laughs> I'll take that can of tuna and a pack of cigarettes for breakfast every day and lunch and dinner, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yep so but she's great she's wonderful i think she's really pretty um i think the girl who plays siri is really 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 nice um i think the woman who plays queen calanthe is uh i think she's she's definitely again these aren't i wouldn't call them like your traditional um like like the kind of beautiful like the women in game of thrones were where you just saw them and they were like very like striking in the point where you're like uh god i'm never gonna look like that human i feel like it's more like beauty in a much more real sense but then again it's it's still early on guys this show could absolutely go deep off the rails into too attractive <laughs> and we can't watch it anymore um, alas well you know it was it was good while it lasted well, it was just like this podcast episode guys i'm certain uh i, I feel like at the end i'm just gonna say you can go back and uh, do a drinking game and every time i say tub daddy take a shot tub daddy tub daddy tub daddy every time i make like a, like an uncomfortably horny comment to make Megan laugh. You can also take a shot. It's great. You'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is this is very educational and like, and I don't mean that sarcastically. I mean, <laughs> and remember, kids, if you're gonna watch a TV show, make sure it has Henry Cavill in the top. Make sure it has Henry Cavill's booty butt cheeks in the top. <laughs> and brush your teeth and flush your hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, stay safe. Um, do not even think about taking your mask off. Um, yeah, I, you know what? Just stay inside, guys. The Witcher's got a whole season. There's eight episodes. That's a day. There's so much stuff on Netflix, y'all. So <laughs> um, uh, stay well. And we love you. <laughs> we love you. Goodbye. Bye.